Hey, this is Aaron Sands, and welcome to King Talk Season 3. Let's get smarter. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, and one-fourth of the Premier Bay Podcast. And you are now listening to my brother, Aaron, King Talk Sands Show, King Talk with Aaron Sand. The views expressed in this episode of King Talk are those of Aaron Sands and not those of the Premier Boys brand, YPG Entertainment, or our respective streaming affiliates. King Talk, King Talk, yeah, that's me. What up, everybody? It's your man, Aaron Sands, and we are back with another one. You already know what it is. If it's Fridays, then it's King Talk. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We got a major episode coming up right here. First things first, I want to give a shout out to all my listeners who've been listening vigilantly to the last few episodes. Because of you, I am back on the number one chart, the number one spot. On the charts at Good Pods for entertainment news, indie and non-indie. And I'm also number one on all news on the Good Pods chart. So I want to give a shout out to all the people who's been listening, all the fans that's been listening, been checking out this content. I know you've been liking it. And I appreciate all you guys been doing. It's real simple. Listen to the episodes. If you like, if you like what you hear, if you feel like it's a W. If you feel like it's a W, give it a like. If you feel like it's the episode's an L, let me know in the comments why you think it's an L. And every week, we're going to keep doing this new content, new episodes of King Talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're getting halfway into the season, and it's looking real good right now. And honestly, only people I could think is you, the fans. <laughs> the fans. That listen to this every week. Much love to y'all. I definitely appreciate the support. But we're going to get right into it. So on my stories on IG, y'all might have seen it. Y'all might have not seen it. This episode is listener's choice. I gave four options on my IG stories. You can find on Aaron Sands Premier. Link in the description. Basically, four choices was... Kyrie Irving and, and versus the NBA in Jewish media. Drake and 21 Savage. New album out. I was going to give a review on that. Um, Elon Musk's Twitter takeover. Or Storytime with Aaron Sands. And by a unanimous vote, everybody wanted me to talk about the Kyrie Irving situation. Cancel culture playoffs. So you know what? We're going to get right into it. We're going to get right into it with that topic. That's what this episode is going to be about. And once again... This episode is about the career about Kyrie Irving because of you, the fans. But I'm going to give my honest, raw opinion on this whole situation. Um, before I get into it, I um I was thinking about the whole situation with Kyrie, and a lot of it came down to this, right? You know, cancel culture. It's a motherfucker. Let me start. Let me tell you about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always tell people, there are two groups right now 
I would say two and a half, maybe. Um, that are pretty much protected no matter what. These groups could do, these groups literally could pull a Trump, you know what I'm saying? Shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square, right in the face, in the middle of Times Square, and they will be protected and nothing will really happen like that. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, you and I, if I steal a Big Mac and cheese, I'm going to jail. Like, it's a wrap. Like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to jail for five years. Still in the Big Mac and cheese. So, you know, I want to preface, preface this episode with that solid point. And I'm going to open this episode talking about the situation with Kyrie Irving, the Nets, and basically the Anti-Defamation League, but also, you know, Jewish media as a whole. I ain't scared to say it. If you're going, if I, if, you know, if you didn't cancel me by now, you probably ain't going to cancel me. So here we are, right? Um, getting into it, we're going to get into the situation with um, Kyrie Irving and how is he going to bounce back from this and everything like that. But for those who don't know, apparently Amazon drops a movie called Hebrews and Negroes, Hebrews to Negroes. Um, wake up black america and basically what's happening there the movie according to the amazon prime description goes a little something like this quote the movie hebrews to negroes wake up black america uncovers the true identity of the children of israel by proving the true ethnicity of abraham ishmael isaac jacob the sons of ham shem and japheth find out what islam judaism and christianity has covered up for centuries in regards to the true biblical identity of the so-called negro and this movie packed with tons of research so basically this movie drops on amazon prime right Kyrie irvin who already has his own conspiracy theories himself talking about um flat earth and everything like that um, he shares, he took the Twitter and then posted the link to the film. Now, keep in mind, you know what I'm saying? I didn't see, from what I've seen, I could be wrong, I didn't see him say anything about the film. I didn't see him give his critique. All I seen him do was share the link to a film that talks about the true identity of the children of Israel, according to Amazon Prime, right? And as soon as that happened, you know, news reports went crazy. People were calling Kyrie anti-Semitic. He said, you know, he's talking about spy, um, spreading fake news. You know, there's really dogging him out about, you know, about this, about sharing the link to the movie. You know? So, around this time, you know, there's a lot of backlash going on. You're you're hot. You're hot off the whole Kanye situation. You know what I'm saying? Like with him coming out and saying quote unquote anti-Semitic um speaking on anti-Semitic language, even though as we discussed in a previous King Talk episode, he wasn't saying nothing out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? But you know, there was um the Anti-Defamation League was already on his heels about that. And then when this happened, it was like, okay, this is its collateral. At this point, it's like collateral damage. So there's a whole lot of backlash going on with this at this time. Mind you, Kyrie's still playing for the um, Brooklyn Nets, who are 
outside of KD, rather trash right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a whole lot of backlash from that. He's still playing, and then next thing you know, he comes out and he apologizes. You know, to the um, Anti Defamation League about you know him sharing a link and everything like that. Not only he apologizes, he then right he then sends a five hundred thousand dollar donation to the Anti Defamation League, only for them to crumble up the paper and be like, "Nah, bro, we want more than that. We tired of y'all shit. We tired of y'all thinking y'all y'all big steppers and you know saying what y'all want." You're going to have to get spanked. You know what I'm saying? And that spanking came from came in the form of the Nets suspending Kyrie for at least five games until he follows the he um completes the following task. And I'm going to pull it up now. Pull up the tweet now. And um, this is according to Sheriff Sharnia from um, CBS. I let not some CBS, ESPN. My bad. The following are the ter- are the requirements that Kyrie Irving must fulfill in order to get reinstated by the team. Number one, apologize and condemn the film he promoted. Which, to be fair, he already did and paid a fee, so it's like, and they didn't accept it. So it's like, why you or are you why are you gonna keep uh, apologizing? What are you, Bret Hart? Like, come on now. Um, number two. Make a $500,000 donation to anti-hate causes. Now, he already made a $500,000 um, donation to the Anti-Defamation League, which had, which at that point already got dismissed. They were like, they were not taking it. But they wanted to make a $500,000 donation to anti-hate causes. All right, what else? Then he got a complete sensitivity training. Then he got a complete... Anti-Semitism training. Might have bullshit her. Anti-Semitism training. Sorry about that. Then he must meet with the ADL and Jewish leaders. And then after that, he has to meet with Timon and Joe Sai to demonstrate an understanding of the whole situation. At this point, you you, you just wanna you just wanna emasculate the man, you know, in front of the whole league. So far, as the last game, the last game they played, uh, the Nets played, Kyrie is not playing. There's been fake reports; he hasn't played. Um, there's some reports where they're saying that he might retire, and even those were found to even even though those were found to be fake news, at the same time, it's really not that far fetched from the imagination. You know what I'm saying? Like for me personally, if I'm looking at this right. I'm like, wait a minute. I already apologized. I already gave a lot of money to this group for this apology for me just sharing a link. You know, I didn't give my thoughts. He didn't give his thoughts on the on 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 the topic. He didn't give his views on the topic. He just simply shared a link, and that solely alone got him to where he was at this point. Right. So. Knowing that, I got a few points I want to touch on before you know I give my penultimate comments on this on this um topic. First, I want to touch on the film Hebrews and Negroes. Right now, I'm I'm keeping a buck. I did not see the movie. Right, 
I don't got Amazon Prime like that. So, you know what I'm saying? When you got Netflix, Hulu, Disney, and all of that, you, you can't really, you can't really, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you need Amazon Prime? For real. But, basically, from what I've been seeing, from what I've been hearing from, like, other people who actually watch the movie, they're stating that there's nothing anti-Semitic about the movie. They just talk about how, you know, the original Jews were dark skinned they were they were black you know and they were also saying that they also included that the black israelite community are the truest descendants of biblical israel israelites which is something that you hear a lot like think about it like this if you're ever in new york if you especially if you were in new york during like the 90s to like maybe 2011 right i'm from brooklyn right and basically you see these guys on like Livingston Avenue. If you know, you know. Or you might see them on 42nd Street. Or you might see them on 125th. Or you might see them on Fordham Road. Not the Spanish side of Fordham Road, but the African side of Fordham Road. Or you might see them on Fulton Street. But you see the Israelites on the street preaching the word. And they're like in groups. They're like maybe groups of like seven, eight. You know what I'm saying? And they're out here. You know what I'm saying? They're out here pushing, you know, pushing their word. So one funny thing one crazy it's not really funny but it's kind of crazy one crazy um video that i seen a while back was when the israelites encountered the hasidic jews and if you know the hasidic jews they pretty much run williamsburg borough park in a sense they kind of run the cops to be honest with you because during covid when everybody was locked down hasidic jews was running um running around williamsburg throwing whole parties with no mask parties are like up to upwards of 150 200 people no mask on cops didn't do shit not even a little bit of shit they didn't do nothing you know what i'm saying meanwhile i have five people in the house and cops want to knock down my door talking about is anybody in there vaccinated so you can see the disparity on that but getting back into it in this video the Israelites broke down how black people were the original biblical Israelites and they had the proof they had the facts and they had the receipts the Hasidic Jews in that conversation had nothing for them nothing and they just kept it moving and I'm like this is crazy so I did my own research and a lot of the research that I came across you know from other parties match up to where the movie is in a sense not in a hundred percent sense but you know is enough to be like all right you know what that's it this is this makes sense i can i can see why this is this is reasonable you know what i'm saying um so looking at that type of situation i'm like you know i'm understanding you know why for the most part people are saying it's anti-Semitic because you also got to consider something like this too. Um, and this kind of goes back to the Kanye West situation. The Jew, the Jewish community now owns a lot of the media, owns a lot of what we see on TV, on radio, on our streaming sites. You know what I'm saying? And that includes Amazon Prime to an extent. And the situation with that is when you own the media 
you could pretty much control your you pretty much control the narrative you control how things are portrayed how things are said what is being said you understand so having said that you know if people are trying if you have people have um producers and directors trying to push out movies that may release something that might be you know rather unsavory to that community they're going to jump out the window and use their you know use their media tools to sit there and say oh this is anti-semitic this is bogus that's you know even though there's so much evidence saying otherwise but because they own because they own the space to put content out they could you know manipulate the situation so yeah you have a lot of people saying you have a lot of outlets saying oh this is anti-semitic this is anti-semitic and that tends to catch on especially in a especially in a place where people are already where the adl is already at a strong you know in a strong space you understand so you can see the backlash that comes within that you understand really can see the how the backlash could be made how that could be how that can be placed when it comes down to the Jewish community especially when you own a good chunk of media in America especially and around the world so you know that's something to really look into that's a big thing to think about when you're thinking about the Kyrie Irving situation and the Kanye West situation as we discussed a couple as we discussed a couple of weeks ago speaking of that um the backlash from um, Kyrie's situation from the ADL could be directly correlated to not only the cancellation of VA, but also the cancellation and uncancellation of Nick Cannon. Because if you remember that episode of Cannon's class, Nick Cannon was saying the same, you know, the same thing. Um, he was saying the same things. He brought a guest on to discuss this to discuss those topics, and next thing you know, he ended up getting canceled. While and out stopped showing on VH1 and MTV, um, I think he got took off America's Got Talent. Like a lot of the gigs that he had, he ended up losing behind you know what was said on that episode, and then he had to sit there and get Jewish leaders on his show. And then backtrace, backtracked on that whole episode. I'm telling you right now, while I got you, while I'm mentioning this, I'm not backtracking shit I'm saying in this episode. So if they're saying that I'm can't, they say they're trying to get me up out of here, get me off the streams behind this. Hey, we gonna go to another avenue. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sit there and go, oh, I'm sorry. For... No, because at a certain point, we also have to speak up on our history too, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, all of this can be correlated. So basically, Nick Cannon had to apologize on his platform to the Jewish community, and then I think had to make some donation. And then next thing you know, while and out came back on with a new season, things like that. Um, but he had to sit there and bend the knee. You know what I'm saying? He had to, he had to, he had to kiss the ring real quick. Same thing with Ye. He had to kiss the ring real quick. Because when he was speaking his truth, 
Next thing you know, we speaking not speaking his truth. We apologize, speaking the truth. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, he's losing endorsements left and right. We literally spoke about this about two episodes ago. You know what I'm saying? He lost all he lost all his endorsements. All all of most most of his endorsements. Adidas ain't fucking with him. Balenciaga's not fucking with him. Everything, and he had to come out. I think on um on IG with like some sort of apology or whatever like that. I don't think it was like a real last apology, but it was an apology nonetheless. So he also, as much shit talking he was doing where he was getting money, he had to he had to like lose his wings like Icarus and kiss the ring. So you know it, it's tough. And now here we are with Kyrie, and we don't even know what he gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like you already know money is not really big to him like that you understand money's not really a big deal to him i think like his career earnings is upwards of like 230 million based on some sources but if your if your career earnings are up to 230 mil like money isn't really a big object to him especially when you already made a lot of the money that you made you know you pretty much robbed boston of all their money because you played he played like shit during that time and they actually got better after he left so he came he's coming off with a pretty decent coin but in coming off with the pretty with a with a amount of pretty decent coin you could also notice a lot of the contributions he he's made that's why when people say oh Kyrie is anti-semitic he he's he's spouting hate speech i'm like that's not even true number one i haven't really seen him speak about like anti-semitism and on top of that you know he gives back to a lot of the communities that support them in a sense um a few for example i'm gonna pull it up here here's a i could name name right now like in front of me i have a few um his contributions over the past year so this is just mind you this is just last year he donated three hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars to feed in America. He partnered with City Harvest to ensure two hundred and fifty thousand meals were distrib- um, distributed to New Yorkers. He also partnered with Nike to donate seventeen pallets of food and masks to the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. Which, by the way, behind all the situation, behind um, this whole situation, this partnership with Nike is pretty much disintegrated. It's never going to um, renew. So, you know, so much for that. He also committed $1.5 million to help pay WNBA players who opted out of the 2020 season. So when WNBA players say, oh, people got to give up a little bit of money so that way, you know, we could we got some support. Kyrie been doing that. So stop it. He also paid off the college tuition of nine HBCU students from Lincoln University. Shout out to the HBCUs. And finally, he purchased a house for the family of George Floyd according to former NBA player Stephen Jackson. Listen, this all happened in the last year. So when you tell me, oh, he's anti-Semitic, he does, he, you know, he's trash at this, he's trash at that. When you able, when you're able to do all of that, and that's not even like his whole contribution list. This is just to name a few things. When you do all of that, it's really hard to say, oh, you know he's anti-semitic he's you know he's moving like trash he's moving mad you know what i'm saying um and then on top of that 
just today, you know, at the time of this recording. And um, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, he had to come out and say, hey, we had a direct and kind um, this actually is recorded. This actually is um, reported by the New York Times. Um, Adam Silver quotes, he says, and I quote, we had a direct and candid conversation. He's someone I've known for a decade, and I've never heard an anti-Semitic word from him or, frankly, hate directed at any group. Keep in mind, Adam Silver is Jewish. So if anybody would be offended, if, if you're talking about Jewish media being offended by the movie, it would be him. Now, he also said, well, quote, whether or not he's anti-Semitic or not, whether or not he's anti-Semitic is not relevant to the damage caused by the posting of hateful content. And I and that's that's where I gotta pump the brakes because what about what about black Israelites is hateful? What wars was what happened when it came down to them? Now I might, you know, I might be wrong, they might have been. But then where? And I want to challenge the listeners in the comments. Where? If you could find me a war when it came down to black Israelites, let me know. Drop it in the comments. We talk about it. Because I can name many a war that um, the Catholic Church has had their hand in. Hell, one, for example, is slavery. You know, back in the days, they had a strong hand, especially in Europe, with the slave trade. You know what I'm saying? So let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really like, if we're really going to point the fingers, we're going to point the fingers, but the people in power are never going to point the fingers to that direction because they're in power. And when you're in power, you create your own history, which is unfortunate. And I always tell people until we own our shit, until we own our own shit, that's going to be a major issue. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be a real major issue because Even though we consume a lot of the content that's out there, very few people are out here, you know, owning their own stuff directly. And that's a big issue if you're trying to, if you're trying to say what you want and share what you want. So yeah, until you own your own shit, you're going to be hard pressed to find, you know, to keep what you want because a lot of the business you're work a lot of the businesses that you're partnering with and collaborating with are owned by Jewish people. And if they're seeing shit that they don't like on their end, they don't care about how you feel as a business person or what have you, they will cut you off like a bad ex. And then you know what I'm saying then you out on an island by yourself. You see LeBron had to trade like when this shit first hit LeBron had to fall back real quick. He said, oh, I don't follow what Kyrie says or anything like that. And mind you, that was his boy. You know what I'm saying? Back in Cleveland when he won that chip, that was his boy. When it came down to LeBron being Mr. Black Lives Matter during the pandemic and during the bubble. But now when you're one of your own is out here, you know, fighting against an entire community, an entire protected group. You know what I'm saying? For his own um for his own freedom of speech, he's turning a blind eye. 
So, yeah, that's a bad look. That's an extremely bad look. I just wanted to touch on that real quick because I'm looking at, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, wait a minute. He didn't speak up on that until like much later. You know? So, it's a real, it's a real big deal when it comes down to that. So, I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not, I'm not a fan of LeBron when it came down to that. He, he could have definitely did better, especially if you want to, if you consider that your bro. You know what I'm saying? Honestly. So. So. Are the Nets terms. Excessive in this case. And that's an easy fuck. Yeah. Let me get started with this shit real quick. So basically. Um. I've never, I've seen people get suspended, right? Over less. I've seen people get suspended over fights. I see um, Amy Udoka got suspended in um, in Boston regarding his situation, his consensual situation with, uh, um, with the staffer, I believe. I think it was a staffer, was a VP of a position over in, at the Celtics. And he got suspended and he was going to go try for the Brooklyn Nets head coach position but then ultimately got snubbed because of what went down. I don't even think he's going to be able to coach again. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, that might be the straw that breaks the haters back right there. So, it is what it is. So, I've seen people get suspended. But I feel like now it's getting to the point where the hammer's kind of getting thrown down. Thrown down because we always thought about, we always thought about the NBA as a player's league. Right, and you had a lot of um, a lot of people saying that you know it's not like the NFL where their owners have like a real stronghold on what goes down. The players have more you know leeway on what they do, what they say. There's more freedom there. So to see this, I feel like I think it's definitely going to be a changing of the guard. I suppose. I mean, it still might be a players' league, but there's going to be a lot of eyes watching the NBA behind this. I feel like that's why Adam Silver had to get out in front of it because at the same time we um we see a lot that goes on. You know, people, you know, saying certain things, you know, now you're offending certain groups, you kind of have to go you kind of have to go through it with a fine tooth comb and see who's saying what but that's why you know a lot of these guys are not really speaking out about this even kd he's like dude i'm just trying to play basketball and don't get me wrong he's literally the saving grace grace of the nets right now because he's been balling out of control since the start of the season so if there's one bright spot in the nets it's probably kd to be perfectly honest with you you know what i'm saying so it's a it's a big deal but um, yeah, these terms are definitely excessive. I feel like this is more of a of a public. It's not as a public mental lashing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a public lashing. Honestly, I don't want to say it's mental, but it's a public lashing definitely. Because now, you know, now he has to go through all of these hoops and ladders to actually play again you know what i'm saying and let's be real you know you can't do this with everybody you can't you can't just you can't take somebody's 
you know livelihood or whatever because honestly let's be real he's not like he sells shoes or whatever he, like he saw that he, he was partnered with nike until that you know dried up behind this but you know basketball was like his main situation now you spend it without pay for at least five games and i'm like listen for me personally if i was in your shoes i already made enough money for generational wealth i already made enough money for my kids you know what i'm saying for my kids to live comfortably and for my kids kids to live comfortably bro i'm retiring suck my dick like i'm not apologizing i only shared the link i didn't say anything about a link i only shared something and then now, now you want me to jump through hoops and, hoops and ladders just to play? I barely played last year because y'all were trying to get me to get the jab. You know what I'm saying? He barely played last year behind that shit because he, he didn't want to get vaccinated. And I understand why. You know what I'm saying? Granted, people got to go to work. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? But for NBA players, they didn't want to, a lot of them didn't support that shit. But they knew they had, you know, they in order to play, in order to play the game that they love, they gotta, you know, they gotta bend that knee and kiss that ring. And Kyrie was like, nah, we ain't doing it. I'll sit out for the season. I don't give a shit. And then New York, it, it took for New York to actually loosen up their COVID um, restrictions for them to actually play. And even then, he was just playing home games. You know? So, if you think it didn't matter to him then, and that was an even more serious situation than this because people are, people are dying by the thousands you know what i'm saying so i think this is like way excessive for the most part and then i also feel like this is probably backlash for the fact that he um he took that stance on um quarantine well not on quarantine but on the on um on the jab so it is it, it, excessive and honestly if I if if I was him, I'll either A retire, bye, see you, suck my dick, or B, I'll come back to the team, but either you trade me or this is my last year playing. Because, you know, if I can't share what I want to share without catching a lot of heat and slack, you know, where does it you know, where does it end? Where does this end? If you if you want me if you Want to suspend somebody and give them homework to get back off suspension? Where does it end? You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, a lot of people don't even realize that movie that is so offensive and so outrageous and so demanding is still up. It's still on Amazon Prime as we speak. At least like two days ago. You know what I'm saying? It was still up on um it was still being promoted. All right. As early as Tuesday morning. It's according to the post. The movies Hebrews, Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America is available for purchase on Amazon Prime's video service as of early Tuesday morning. Um, Yeah. The, um, Amazon was considering adding a disclaimer to the film. Post reached out to Amazon for comments. Amazon ain't taking that shit. Amazon will buy Netflix, um, New York Post's whole life. Jeff Bezos will buy New York Post's life and put it right next to the Washington Post. Honestly, because he owns that too. Um, the ADL came out and they said they viewed the f- film as, quote, virtually anti-Semitic 
sent a letter to Amazon urging the Seattle-based sex giant to remove the film and book from its platform. It's quoted in the New York Times, quote, um, quote, unquote. ADL also states that, quote, the book and the film are designed to inflame hatred and now that it is popularized by Mr. Irving will lead directly to the harm of Jews. These views are in different viewpoints of history. They are outright anti-Semitic hate. They amplify long anti-Semitic, long-standing anti-Semitic tropes about Jewish power, greed, and claims that Jew control the, Jews control the media. <sighs> See, when, when, when you... When you get exposed, you gotta divert the truth. You know what I'm saying? You gotta divert. And that's I feel like I feel that he's um I feel like that's what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, well, this is not it's not even about debating viewpoints. This is about anti-Semitic hate. But the people that are sharing it aren't even anti-Semitic. But if you share something that a group disagrees with. Oh, now it's anti-Semitic. It's like when you have friends, not even friends. It's like when you have when you're doing something, right? And some people say like, oh, they might not agree with it, or they give you critique on how to do it better, or what we what you could do differently. The next thing you know, they're like, oh, next thing you know, you're like, oh, he a hater. Fuck all that. He a hater. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bro, he's just trying to help. Like, how you gotta be a hater? Like, what are we doing? So, I don't know. I feel like the price of freedom, like, you know, freedom in itself, like freedom of speech, ain't really free. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really free. It comes with a price. You can say what you want. Yeah, sure. Like, this is, like, granted, this is America. But when you're talking about canceling somebody, spending somebody, taking somebody's um, livelihood at the same time, like, you can't, um, you can't expect, right? For people to believe that freedom, freedom of speech is still a thing. I don't think it's a thing. I think it has a cost, as you can clearly see. You know what I'm saying? Nick Cannon found out that cause. Kanye West found out that cause. Kyrie Irving found out that cause. Jeff Bezos ain't finding out shit because he's still making money off, off the movie for his empire. So they're not going to come at him like that. And plus... I believe he's like maybe the he's definitely in the top five richest people in the world right now. Or at least richest people in definitely richest people in America. Elon Musk is definitely number one. But I think after that is Warren um uh, it's the guy who owns who is the guy who owns um Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett, and then maybe Jeff Bezos. It might be some other people. Fire somebody in the Walton family who owns Walmart. But he's up there. You ain't gonna ruffle those type of feathers. So you probably gonna give Jeff Bezos a pass. Which means the next person you going down to is Kyrie Irving. Which is fucked up because all he did was share a link for people to, you know, listen. Now what other people do outside of that, they could do outside of that. Because after all, isn't that what freedom's all about? Or is that not, or is that only a, a fantasy concept? Freedom of speech. And honestly, let's be real. When you look at the words freedom of speech, that was in, I believe, the Constitution. But you also got to consider this. The Constitution was made at a time where black people was only seen as three-fifths of a person. At best. You know what I'm saying? So we would, when you're not perceived as a, as a person at a time when a document of 
such importance as being prepared, like the Constitution, you know, you you tend to you, you tend to understand that those words weren't meant for you. You know, they were meant for your counterparts that created it. So by the time you had rights and you had standards and everything like that, you had your um, rights and, you know, you, you got granted your rights at that time. A lot of people who made that constitution were dead and buried. And now you're dealing with their you're with their descendants. You understand? So I feel like when it comes down to this, freedom isn't free. You do gotta pay a hefty fucking fee if you wanna speak on it, speak on these type of issues. Um I'm not gonna like here's my thing. I understand where Kyrie's coming from here. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not Semitic. He's seen something that he agreed with. And I say he agreed with because he shared it. If you didn't agree with it, you wouldn't share it. Right? But he agreed with it and then he shared it. He didn't speak on it. He didn't he didn't speak on the Jewish community in a bad light. He just simply shared a link. And this is what happens. But this is what I also tell our people. We got to start owning shit. We really need to start getting information and start owning shit. Ain't no way we're the biggest spending block in the world. And yet we own little to nothing. There's no way. You know what I'm saying? Um, I talked about in the last episode about the hip hop community coming together to prevent situations like what happened with um, Takeoff. But I think and I, I've seen this in some cases, but it needs to be at a stronger space in order for us to get the results that we really want. We really need like the richest black people to come together and put something together. You know what I'm saying? Because even though, even though you're getting money through through those avenues that are owned by you know those those um Jewish groups, even though you're getting money from them, you can still use that money for your community to put together something that our community actually owns outright our people built black wall street before it was turned before it was um burned down you know what i'm saying before it was burned down and destroyed our people owned rosewood you know what i'm saying we we did that but in order to get back to that time we definitely i'm gonna this is probably gonna be the theme of this of the season we definitely need more unity we're not going to get nowhere without that. So it's something that people really got to understand and really got to move forward on before, you know, we lo- we um, not lose anybody before the next person comes along and gets canceled over some bullshit. Because I'm going to be honest with you, this whole situation, straight up bullshit. Kyrie Irving needs to play. And if he wants to leave the Nets, I don't blame him. And keep in mind, I'm a, I'm a Stone Cold fan of the Brooklyn Nets since they were in Jersey with Vince Carter, um, Kenyon Martin, Richard Jefferson, Kerry Kittles, those boys. You feel me? And I'm still saying Kyrie should leave um, the Nets and then go to LA. But with the way this is going, man's might not even play again. And And in this case, I completely understand completely understand 
that's gonna do it for us today here at king talk um you already know what it is each and every friday we out here follow my um social medias on the bottom you already know me we at we at on um, instagram with aaron sands premiere link in the description um twitter i may or may not be on that for so long but in the meantime follow me there and follow me on good pods at king talk sands you already know what the vibes is we back here next week i might just do a being the fact that this was so unanimous unanimously um brought with the whole listener's choice thing i might bring that back next week check out my ig stories for um another poll i'm gonna drop a poll on sunday sunday i'm gonna drop a poll for the next episode and i'm gonna let you decide what do you want to hear what do you want to hear on this podcast you know what i'm saying what topics you want to talk what you want to hear me talk about i will talk about it vote on it vote on the topics i'm gonna put the top four topics also gonna throw a story time with aaron sands on there you know Let's let us let us see let's see what y'all want to hear. I will be able to talk about it. I got no problem getting controversial with that. So until Friday, next Friday, that is, you already know what it is. It's your man's Aaron Sands. And if it's Fridays, it's King Talk. Thanks for stopping by. See you next week. Hey, what up? It's your boy Aaron Sands, and I know you're enjoying this episode of King Talk right now, but I want to dive in a little bit and talk about the Premier Boys podcast. You got me, Aaron Sands, Ken the Gentleman, the homie Roddy Rod, and Long Live the Chief Mali Mal, all in the building, talking about the hottest entertainment topics, the hottest news topics, and giving our own take on what's going on out here in these streets. It can get raunchy. It could get crazy. You might even be talking about somebody's mama. Who knows? But every Wednesday at midnight, check us out on Apple Good Pods. Don't forget to drop that five-star rating and all wherever else you hear your podcast. Now back to the show, man. Also, um, before we roll out officially. I want to give a special shout out to all the veterans right now with all of the controversy going on with the whole Kyrie Irving situation. I completely forgot about Veterans Day. Um, I want to give a shout out to a special shout out to all the veterans. Thank you for your service. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing today. Um, so, yeah, shout out to the troops or whatever. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken. A.K.A. Mr. Gentleman, your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, and one-fourth of the Premier Bay Podcast. And you are now listening to my brother, Aaron, King Talk Sand Show, King Talk with Aaron Sand. Yeah!